Welcome to the Makeover Your Mindset podcast. I'm Cassie McKenzie. Think of me as your BFF for manifestation and high vibe mindset makeovers. It's my personal mission to turn your inspiration into action so you can be, do, and have everything you've ever dreamed of having in life. This podcast will focus a ton on creating fulfilling relationships with money, friends, and soulmates, and inspire you to have fun so you can live the most extraordinary life you've ever imagined. If you're ready to take to the next step, then you've come to the right place. Thanks again for joining me. Now let's begin. Oh my God, you guys, welcome back for another episode of the podcast. There are some changes coming to this podcast. I cannot wait to announce them, but I will keep my mouth shut for now. You just be aware, be aware in a great way. I'm so excited. And also with everything going on in this world, now is the most important time, in my opinion, to learn about manifestation and about how you can control your reality based on the quality and the power of your thoughts and also the vibe you're putting out. And, you know, we have so much control over what we think and how we feel about things that happen, but also um, knowing how to take those with stride and manifest a reality like crazier than the wildest dreams that we have so I'm going to be bringing you more and more of manifestation topics and you know even more than I have before but let me just tell you this is not going to be called the makeover your mindset podcast for much longer yes we will doing my be doing mindset I mean of course mama cast believes that 95% of everything we do is mindset But I also want to bring in the magic of manifestation into your life and make it more mainstream so that more people can find out about it and we can get all jazzed and amped about it and really create a better energy around us all and a better future for us and our kids. So with that being said, today's episode is actually like totally on point as far as timing because I interviewed Rhea Rhea Nichols about a month ago for this podcast episode and Rhea is actually an energy healer and an intuitive therapist. So she assists in raising the vibration of, you know, everybody and the consciousness and to really get you to learn how to embody that highest version of yourself. So that is completely needed now with the coronavirus as I'm releasing this episode. It's right in the middle of everybody either being quarantined for several several weeks now or um, you know leading into those periods and it's just so important to be able to keep your mind right be able to keep your vibe right and to um, you know stay in a good frame of mind so that you can be of help to everybody else around you so I hope you really enjoyed this episode I really I can't even say enough how much I love Rhea. We are actually brought together through another program that we're in together, and um, she's just a gift to the world. So without any further introduction, if you're loving the manifestation world and you love the podcast and you might be also a member already of the Manifestation Queen group on Facebook, I would want to invite you to check out the Manifestation Queen experience. This is my brand new monthly membership that gives you a front row ticket into my world of manifestation. I do live coaching inside this private membership and it is 
already turning out to be amazing. I have a hundred, I have over 18 hours of content in there already. Over the next six weeks, we're concentrating on money and money mindset, building your wealth consciousness and your money blueprint so that you can be a magnet and attract more money into your life, especially nowadays with everything going on in the world and a lot of uncertainty out there. It's really important to keep sharpening your skills around money mindset um, because it's times like this where you really need a strong foundation, a strong, you know, idea of what you know to be true and this is the place to get it so go check out makeovermindset.com slash queen i have the link in the show notes as well as a link to all the info on how to get in touch with ria thanks so much i'll be seeing you next week if not sooner and have a great day welcome back for another episode of the makeover your mindset podcast oh my goodness i'm so excited today we have ria nichols Welcome to the podcast. You guys are going to love this conversation. So. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited oh, to be here. My God. Thank you so much. This is like, I know I talk a lot about manifestation and, you know, last year I talked a lot about money mindset with manifestation and your energy, you know, um, getting on that right vibration that money's at, you know, and understanding how your feelings impact that and your energy. So you guys are going to love this because Rhea is, um, if you just wait till you hear this bio, this is amazing. I am in love. (laughs) (laughs) So she's an energy healer an intuitive therapist and an Ascension guide who assists the collective in raising the vibration and expanding their consciousness to embody the highest version of themselves. So Rhea uses clinical, spiritual, and metaphysical modalities, which I think is awesome because like you've got, you know, you've got like the energetics plus the science to back it up, right? And the training and all of that. Because I think a lot of times people kind of, you know, they hear things and, you know, like they, they hear about a topic like this and then just sort of like shrug it off because it sounds like it's too like up there, spiritual and woo-woo, but really you know, there's a lot of like science with subconscious brain that, that, you know, that, um, backs all that backs up manifestation and backs up all of these topics that we've been talking about, like, you know, raising the vibration and feeling better. So, um, but it's awesome that you also have like being a Reiki healer, like that's always so like, um, intriguing to me. So (laughs) welcome. Thank you so much. Yes. I love too that you're talking, you're getting a little, you know, into the science mind of it because I feel like this stuff is really coming to the forefront. Like it's becoming more and more mainstream as people learn about it and become curious and, and really begin to tap into that energy. One of my favorites to listen to is Dr. Joel Dispenza, you know, like rewiring the mind. Like it's so fascinating because we are literally, we are literally creating our reality, co-creating it Mm -hmm. um, with ourselves, with our higher selves, with everyone around us. And when we can really like clean up our energy in every dimension. So I'm talking physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, when we can clean up our energy and move more and more into alignment where our thoughts, our words, our actions, and our results are completely in line with everything that we desire for ourselves and everything that we want to achieve. It's like, Mm -hmm. that's when we're 
truly empowered and we can like right. take back this power of, Hey, wait a minute, I'm in charge. How do I want this to go? Right. Oh, totally. You know, and it's like the more you do this work and the more people that you work with and the more people who reach out and, you know, come into your like field or community that not field as in like the employment field. I mean, just yeah, like, like your energy field, field right? And, yes, exactly. Yeah. And like in, you know, Facebook communities and Facebook groups and things like that, that you run, it's, a, it's amazing. Like you can really start to spot it from a mile away. Whereas before, like personally, before I was like, quote unquote, woke, <laughs> woke AF, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I still watch Vanderpump Rules, you know, like hey, that's you know. There. <laughs> exactly. It's all about balance, you know? <laughs> But like before that, you know, you might hear somebody who says, oh my God, I'm like a single mother of two and I only got a little bit of a child support payment and I'm, my kids don't like me. I can't do anything fun. Like, how do I, how does this ever end? Like, when does this ever stop? And it's like, for me, when looking on that, I can see immediately what I could say to stop it. Right. But starting out when that is the that's the mentality of the people that you're around and you're surrounded with and you don't know any different, you know, it can be like quite difficult to, to change. Right. Absolutely. And so often we're so affected by the thoughts, emotions, words, and actions of other people who are around us. Um, mm -hmm. That's why it's so important to have this higher level of awareness about like, you know, who are you around? Who are you spending time with? How are they making you feel? Mm -hmm. You know, do you need to set boundaries for yourself? Do you need to be more intentional with you know, the spaces that you enter into because that stuff is contagious and we're picking up, we're picking it all up, whether or not we realize it. And, you know, some of us are myself included, and this is why I'm so passionate about this work. And, and I, I just love it um, because I'm very sensitive to energy and I'm very like, I'm like a sponge, right? So like, I'm just going <laughs> right. everywhere and I'm like, I'm, I'm like taking on this person's issues and holding this person's baggage for them. And before I knew what was happening to me, it was like, there was a weight on me. Like it was very heavy. I went through some, some dark times, like trying to mm -hmm. navigate this. And once I learned that like, wait a minute, you know, this is all energy, everything's energy. And we're, we're almost like collecting it in our energy field. You know, we've got to yeah. be able to do something about it to yeah. be able to feel better and to be able mm -hmm. to kind of release this. So give me a couple examples of what that might have looked like back then. Just, you know, for people who maybe are new to all of this, who might, might not even realize what's going on, but if you tell them how you recognized it, then they'll be like, oh, holy shit, like that actually does apply to me, <laughs> you know, because like, um, I'd love to hear what you have to say. Absolutely. So I find that, um, you know, and, and again, um, I know you said this in the introduction, but my background is in psychology and mental health. So I find that a lot of things that, that happen in our mental space really have a root energetically. So if we're feeling depressed or anxious, and those are like the two main things that I, that I really like to focus on and narrow in on, um, we have to look at, 
you know, what's going on in our internal space? You know, why are we feeling this way? Are we, do we have a lot of regret about the past or do we, are we not feeling like we're meeting expectations? Um, are we taking on too much? Are we taking on more than, than we can handle? Um, are we letting the expectations and beliefs and desires of others um, kind of override our own internal compass in a sense? Yeah. So we really need to like reel it in and take a step back and be able to pause and look within ourselves and say, you know, what's going on? And the first step, I always tell everyone this, the first step is becoming aware of it. Right. So you can start where, wherever you are, wherever you're at, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, but that's the perfect place to start is exactly where you are. So just becoming more aware of how certain things make you feel certain yeah. thoughts that you think, are they positive? Are they loving? Are they happy? Are they supporting you and helping you to move mm -hmm. forward? Or are they like tearing you down? Because we also do not need to be um, our own worst enemies. Like there's plenty of things in our external, you know, plenty of forces that might, you know, kind of work against us. And so we really need to be on our own team. We need to be yeah. supporting us. We need to be loving ourselves. We need to be nourishing and nurturing ourselves and filling ourselves up so that when we can increase the light that we have, we can then share it to others and it creates yeah. ripples in our community and just in the people that we are connected with. Yeah. Oh gosh. I love that. I love that so much, so much. I totally love that because like, you know, it's, there's so much work that goes on when, when somebody's trying, you know, gosh, I got to take the word try out of my vocabulary, but you know, when someone has made that decision that their life is different from now on, right. And they've fully mm. committed and then they've hit that enough is enough point and they're starting to put the work in, whether it's reading or doing podcasts or even investing in themselves. Oh yeah. You know, like, I remember the first like $39 thing that I bought. I was like, holy crap, it was $39. And then from there, it was like escalating. I'm like, oh yeah, how about this $1,500 course? That sounds like a great idea. And it was, yep. you know, because like you take something from each one and you become a different person. Like if I think of the person I was like a year and a half ago, um, I mean, it's, I never would have thought that I'd gotten this far so quickly. Right. But, yes. um, but like, you know, we always talk about there's that transformation from the information that we get. Right. But then when you start integrating it all into your life and it's all fine and well, if you're in a room or in your car, listening to a podcast by yourself, but then when you walk into the house and you know, maybe your husband's had a bad day or maybe your roommate, if you just have a roommate, you know, and they are, they're just like smoking pot on the, you know, <laughs> on the sofa yeah. saying, no, I'm watching the, uh, the Simpsons all night. Like you need to go into your room, you know, and all you want is like, I got to feel that connection, you know, or like, I just want you to get out of here. You know, like, um, what, you know, I talking earlier, we were talking about how, you really love um, the topic of energy cleansing, right? Mm, and yes. how to like, can you explain exactly how that works? And cause that, that really jumped out at me because I know when I was early on in changing my life and I was early on doing a lot of this work and like, you know, it takes a lot of cojones to even believe that this can work for you if you're used to and you're it's been ingrained in you for decades about how life works 
And then all of a sudden you get this inkling in your head of like, well, what if it doesn't work that way? What if it works the opposite way? And it's actually a whole lot easier. Right. Right. Exactly. And that's so important. So, um, basically the process of cleansing your energy and restoring your energy back to its optimal state. Um, I like to call it energy hygiene or energetic hygiene. Yeah. yeah, So the thing is, it's like, we know as a human being that, you know, we, in order to take care of ourselves, you know, we have to do things like take a shower every day and wash our face and wash our hair. And it's like, that's completely normal, right? We wash our clothes, right? We wear clean clothes every day. That's a concept that's very normal. And it's, it's very standard mm-hmm. um, in society. But what about our energy, right? Like, do we actually go through life saying, Oh, you know what, hold on, I think I have some some debris in my aura, or I'm holding on to this stuck yeah. emotional energy in my chakras. You know, yeah. it's time for a cleanse. It's like, that's something that's really new. And it's really up and coming. Because energy mm-hmm. is the root of everything, you know, right. and there's an energetic basis to everything that exists mm-hmm. um, at quantum levels. So it's so, it's just as important that, you know, we wake up in the morning, we shower, we brush our teeth, we take care of our physical hygiene, but then to k- take care of our energy hygiene. So we're not doing things like carrying around resentment or feeling frustrated about something that happened last week with this one person. And it's like, every time we see them, we're just reminded of how they maybe violated our boundaries or they said Mm. something to us that was just really triggering and like really just brought up a lot of stuff. So we need to be taking time on a regular basis to release that to go Mm -hmm. within, to figure out, you know, why am I feeling this way? Do I need to, are there energetic cords that I have to release and cut? Mm -hmm. Um, Are there things that I need to move on from? Are, is there a story that's playing in my own mind that this person is triggering? Um, And does that story need to be shifted or adjusted in order to better serve my highest purpose and where I want to go? So that's the thing. It's really all about again, becoming aware of what's going on in your thoughts. What, what types of things are you thinking? Are you being really judgmental about yourself or others? Like, are you being critical? Um, do you have a certain level of self-love and gratitude and compassion for yourself? Like, are you like cherishing and nurturing your physical vessel? Like, because, oh my gosh, like how much does our body do for us? Like it works 24 hours a day, doesn't ask for much. And it just supports us every single day. It's like, you know, are we really tapping in to the magic that is around us every single day? Or are we kind of getting caught up in like the day to day mundane sort of things that might cause us irritation or, you know, cause us frustration or just, you know, to be like extra tired and heavy and like, ugh, you know, all the weather, oh, this, all that, you know, are we complaining a lot, you know? I used to be someone who I almost felt like in certain social situations, like it was almost normal to complain. Like it'd be like, oh, the traffic or, oh my gosh, you wouldn't even believe. And it's like so much of that is just autopilot, right? It's like, like we don't don't even, exactly, right? Like, oh my God. Oh like we gosh, don't even so realize that we're doing it half the time. Oh. And, and one day I was like almost just listening to myself 
complain. And I was like, yeah, why? you know, my life yeah. isn't that bad. Like this is yeah. not really not that bad that I need to be complaining about it. And so these were sort of things that were paramount to me in my awakening journey in my spiritual journey. And it's like, how do I want to come across to others? How do I want people to mm-hmm. feel when they're around me? Do I want them to be like, Oh God, you know, I'm going to talk to Rhea and she's going to be complaining about the traffic. Yeah. Like, no, I want them to be like, Oh my gosh, Rhea, she's here. I'm so excited. You know? Right. So it's really yeah. about just taking inventory and, and figuring out like, you know, how do you want your life to look? What do you want it to look like? What are you mm-hmm. happy with? And what do you want to change? And just yeah. start taking action towards that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, sometimes we need extra support and that's when, you know, you make the investment in yourself. That's when you take that leap. That's when mm-hmm. you say, Hey, you know what? I need support and guidance to really help get me on track. Yeah. Especially from someone who's been there before. Like I remember, um, back when I started doing a lot of personal development work on myself and realizing that I could literally write the story of what my life is going to be. Like when I was really experiencing or first experimenting with like law of attraction and manifestation. Mm -hmm. And it, it was actually after a bad breakup, which I've been, I mean, right now it's like February. So I have this manifest your boo boot camp that I'm doing to help like energetically, like, get all of the garbage of past relationships out so that then I love that. Oh my gosh. I love that. (laughs) Well, I've been telling this story a lot because I, I literally manifested my husband after going through a lot of, you know, a lot of these techniques and then now have learned so much more because of the investments I've made in myself on how to, you know, reprogram. But like, I totally relate to what you just said because once I made that decision to move out of the victim mentality and out of, like, I just remember sitting there and listening to the three or four friends that, you know, had surrounded me after the breakup that I, you know, they were like the first friends that I really hung out with afterwards, but then related how much they complained about things and how like nothing, nothing was good in their lives according to them. And it was just like draining, like physically draining, but you know, I like you, you realize energetically that you're not aligned to those people anymore. It's not that they're bad people. They're just not like you would have to calibrate yourself down in order Mm -hmm. to hang out with them instead of energetically calibrating to a higher vibration and higher, just a cleaner energy that then attracts everything that you want in your dream life. And people I think what they don't understand sometimes, or they, they, um, it's not that they don't understand. It's just, they don't expect the extent that things have to fall away sometimes in order for better things to come together. Like that breakup has to happen in order for something amazing to come. Or, you know, maybe the friends group that have been surrounding you since college aren't really such a great fit because, you know, like they're not really the ones giving you the advice that's going to get you to where you want to be in life. You know, and it's all about what you decide that you want for yourself and that you're worthy of. Absolutely. And, and when that is happening to you, like what was sticking out for me really, I mean, two things just first with the breakup, it's like when we're going through it, we don't realize that like, this is happening for a reason, right? It's like your husband's out there waiting for you, Mm -hmm. but you can't meet him if you're still hanging on to this past relationship. That's like not serving your highest good. So also being able to trust and surrender that if we 
if something is happen, happening that seems out of our control, it's happening for us. It's happening for a reason, mm-hmm. not necessarily to us, not so that we can take a victim mode and say, oh, you know, my boyfriend dumped me and, you know, my friends, you know, we just don't connect anymore, you know, and this and that. Yeah. It's like, why, this is happening for a reason. You know, how am I going to want to look back on it? What story am I going to want to tell to like yeah. get me up and get me out? Um, and how is this serving? So mm-hmm. I just, I love how you talk about that because it's so powerful. Like, even if we can't see it, it's yeah. happening for a reason. Like we just need to trust, accept and surrender and just totally. move through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like the, the quality of the relationships that I started attracting, it wasn't, it was more, um, how do I put this? Like I, when I started working on myself and what I wanted out of life and the type of quality relationships that I wanted in a, like a soulmate or a partner, my soulmate or my husband didn't come right away, but real friendship relationships of people who like empowered me that I had fun with that pushed me to be at a higher level that didn't drag me down into like, you know, bad decisions all like if I made bad decisions it was all on me (laughs) you know it wasn't because somebody said here do this you know it's probably because I was like hey let's do (laughs) like radical responsibility right like nope that's on me that's because of me totally on me so but you know because you are in charge and I mean it's it's and then you know you start noticing how much like people start stacking those bad emotions, right? And then you don't want to be a part of that anymore. So, you know, and that could be, I mean, think about the Shakira thing, right? So you guys, we are recording this episode. It's Tuesday after the Super Bowl. And I watched the Super Bowl halftime show and I was sitting there and my four-year-old, first of all, was like, I love football. (laughs) (laughs) He loved it. Looking at my husband, I'm like, how is JLo's outfit staying on? Oh my God. She's like almost, she's over 50 now. I want to be like her. Like I want to be like her when I grow up. I mean, it was all like the love. It was like, holy cannoli. Like this is the best show since Beyonce had that best show ever. Right. I'm like, I don't even know if my hips can move that way. Like I need to try. (laughs) I need to try more. But like, yes. I, and then I didn't even realize, I mean, I saw like a couple things here and it and I did look at them and I was like, you know what, there's probably going to be some people in like certain areas of America that have some problems oh, yeah. with this, you know, <laughs> like, I'm not one of them. I think it's great. Like bring yes. it on. Let's have them back next year too. Like this was good. Oh, yeah. And so, but you know, it's interesting how, like I, what I've seen now that it's like Tuesday. So yesterday, then there were all the posts about, well, if you've got a problem with what happened on Sunday, then that's your problem. So it was like people got triggered Sunday, which triggered other people that then are triggering them back and forth. And it's just kind of like this ping pong game of like, I want to be the last one to trip, you know, like just let it drop. Let's just celebrate that these are like two beautiful women who did, I mean, together, they were my grandmother's age and they kicked so much ass that nobody even knew that there was a football game going on anymore. You know what I mean? So Right. It's so like, like the energetic hygiene is so important because if, or if, if you're not conscious of what sort of energy you have or what energy you wake up with in the morning, you're, you're going to be triggered all day, which is going to trigger other people and then trigger, you know, and then it's like, it's really a downward toilet flush of the situation. You know, like I've actually started looking at showers in the morning as 
I'm not so much cleansing myself, but like, I'm like, I need a shower to wash off the energy of whatever happened yesterday or overnight or whatever. Like I, I've completely changed and transformed my view on what a shower is, you know? Absolutely. And that is actually one of my favorite techniques just to, to simply cleanse. You can literally multitask and do it in the shower, which, you know, hopefully you're going to take anyways. Right. (laughs) But just visualizing the shower, like cleansing your energy field and just like washing away any gook or debris or like sticky energy that you may have picked up, um, you know, just going about your reality and in your environments. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's one of my favorite ways as well. And there's so many ways, so many like simple, easy ways to just kind of like cleanse and check your energy Mm -hmm. um, to make sure that you know you're in alignment and you're you're presenting yourself how you want to present yourself and you're making people feel how you know you want to make them feel Um, and also how you're feeling yourself you know like what you're focused on what your attention is on Um, and just going back to the Super Bowl performance like what a beautiful representation of like divine feminine embodiment it's like that was so powerful and just mm-hmm. so like if anyone has any fears about stepping out of their comfort zone and doing something that scares them like this yeah. is such a powerful inspiration because like if JLo can do it at 50 like you can do it like you can do it you can do yeah. anything you know just yeah. just go for it yeah. um which is so great because i i was actually thinking about our desires like a few nights ago and i received this download like i like to call them kind of downloads when things yeah. just sort of like come into my awareness yeah um that we would not have certain desires if we did not contain the codes to activate those desires so it's like Ooh. everything and that it, and it came through exactly in that way and i was like oh my gosh that just sounds so like magical and yeah like, awesome but it's like we have these codes stored within our DNA, stored within our cells, stored within our energy centers. And we have certain desires to do things or to accomplish certain things because those codes are lying dormant within us. And all we need is to really focus on them and just keep going, keep taking action, keep moving towards it. And that's how they're going to become activated so that they can actually manifest in our physical reality. So it's absolutely so inspiring. Yeah. And it's like, if you don't, like, if you realize you have this desire deep in you and it's not one of those, well, I should be doing this. It's like exactly. the actual, like the difference is it's, you know, it's something you actually feel passionate about. And that gives you chills when you think about, oh my God, this could be happening for me. You know, if you don't act upon it, then it's almost like not using your garage door opener. You know, like, right. you know, there's a bunch of things in there that you need. Like your bike is probably in there. Maybe your car is in there, but no, I don't know. Not today. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. I think I'll just walk to work. You know, like, you yeah. So why ignore desires that are deep in you that you have a code to use too? Like exactly. use your mental garage door opener, people. Right. Get moving. Nothing's perfect. Like the timing's ever perfect. That's what I've always found out. So. That is such a cool analogy, like the garage door. And also, you know what? It might be scary in your garage, right? Like it's dark. There might be spiders and spider webs, you know, but it's like, but wait, like our bike is in there. There are things that we need in there. So yeah, a fridge full of beer, right? Hey, reward yourself (laughs) after, right? Reward yourself once you make it in the garage. That's yes. (laughs) Beautiful. I love it. Celebrate. <laughs> yes. Celebrate, you know, going, moving through what scares you. Oh, well, totally. Yeah. So like back, you've mentioned Joe Dispenza. Like, I, 
my, I, he blows me, like it blows me away to listen to him. You know, there's that, that podcast he did on the goop last year, I think, or maybe it was like early or the end of a year ago. Well, it doesn't matter. It's the podcast with Joe Dispenza on the goop. And it's where he yeah. talks about the science of manifestation and how like they've actually done studies that show that this is real, you know? Mm-hmm. And so let's just, place all doubt out there and if you can accept for just a day that all of this really is real and that the thoughts you consistently think during that day are going to produce results the next day then wouldn't it benefit you to be cognizant of the thoughts and of the energy and of all all the things that are going on there that can make a difference tomorrow right right yeah regardless of the circumstances you're in today because those are all based off old decisions and old energy and old patterns. Then now you have new information so you can change your life as soon as right now. Absolutely. I love that. Um, and it's, he really emphasizes to how powerful the mind is. Like if you think about it, everything in existence was once a thought. Mm-hmm. It starts off in the seed, like as a seed in your mind, you know, an idea. And it's up to you to put more and more energy and momentum in bringing that into the to reality. So it's like first you have a thought, right? Then you might speak it into existence and then you decide I'm going to take action on yeah. what I just said. You know, and the more you speak it and the more your actions are in alignment with, with those words and those those thoughts and those emotions. It's like the closer and closer you come to bringing forth something that's just absolutely miraculous, right? You know, you never would expect that you can have something like this or you can do something like that, but it's just absolutely incredible. Like how powerful we are and we are just beginning to really tap into that power. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, that's just what I'm so passionate about is, is helping and assisting and guiding others through their own spiritual journey, Mm -hmm. healing what needs to be healed, like releasing any blockages, any, you know, any pad breaking pads patterns, um, shifting your mindset mm-hmm. and just getting on that path of ascension of raising your vibration of feeling good of, of knowing that, you know, you're this powerful creator, you know, and you can tell the story of your own life. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. And so as a Reiki, um, practitioner, what would you say would be like your number one tip for someone who maybe doesn't can't make it to a Reiki you know, like know something just happened and they feel a blockage in them. And you guys, if you're new to that, so I went to my first Reiki there, Reiki therapy, right? That's what yeah. We um, a Reiki, there's Reiki circles or Reiki sessions. Oh. Session. Yeah. That would be yeah, it. Session, session, yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. It was, I think it was like December of 2018. So like about a year and a couple months ago. And I literally felt like I had gotten a massage afterwards. Like everything that was tight before, like wasn't tight anymore. Like I felt like I was glowing. Like everything was just like, I felt so good. And the things that she um, told me about what she, you know, could feel about, you know, energy blockages in my body mm-hmm were completely spot on. And it wasn't like, you know, it's not like when you go to a psychic and you accidentally tell them, you know, like all right. <laughs> then they're like, and by the way, you know, you know, you it's not like that at all. It's like, I totally believe in this. Cause then I went in Bali too. Mm-hmm. And there, and there were some things that had happened before I went to Bali and like, she, like 
she could totally tell that and we had never met before, but she could totally tell. She was like, you know, your heart, you know, had, there was a lot going on there. And like, I had put, we had to put our dog down the day before I left for Bali. And then there was like a few other things going on that like, were very, very stressful. And like, we had just gotten laid off, which I actually thought was a great thing. So that, but I think in my head, she was like, there's a lot of energy going on up here in your head. And I'm pointing to my head guys. And it made sense. So, I mean, there was so much going on and I had just arrived in Bali like two days prior and I didn't know where in the world to start with all of this stuff I was doing. And, you know, it's so important to have this energy work. Like you were saying, like cleanse yourself and mm-hmm. work it all out. And I know like yoga has always been a good one for me to get it all flowing and things again. But like if someone can't make it or is like a little scared to go to like a Reiki session, then what would you say would be your number one tip for them, you know, to start the journey into this? Cause it can, you know, be intimidating, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, whenever you're trying something new, it's definitely a little bit like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't know. Um, So my tips for people who might not be able to go to an actual Reiki session or receive Reiki in some way, um, I really started something that was really big for me on my own journey was crystals. So once I purchased my first (laughs) crystal, yes, right? (laughs) Oh, those are beautiful. They're very pretty. Yeah. The goddess thing going on here. Oh, I, I love it. I'm redoing my office, people. I'm making it look amazing. But anyway, I interrupted. I'm rude. No, not at all. Please. Whenever you want to show me crystals, please interrupt because like, I, I want to see all of them. I want to see every crystal you have. Um, so, but that's really what got things started for me. So I purchased my first crystal. I think it was like a clear quartz. It was, you know, just really simple. And then after that clear quartz, it's like my consciousness expanded and I was like, okay, I need more crystals. And so Mm -hmm. I find that a lot of people that I work with too, that's really what they're interested in how they get started because crystals have their own energy um, and they can assist you in changing and shifting things within your energy fields as well. So crystals are huge. Um, I also love essential oils. So whenever you can activate your senses, there are different essential oils that you can really use and incorporate in your meditation practice. So I like to put some oil on my hand, like whatever scent or fragrance that I choose at that time, I just rub my hands together and then I just inhale. So I put my hands kind of like cup them over my face Mm -hmm. and I just start taking really deep cleansing breaths because your breath is cleansing. Your breath is healing. The breath is the bridge for between the physical and the spiritual realm. It's what keeps us alive. It's what keeps us functioning. So breath is really life force energy, which when you're receiving a Reiki session, Reiki is channeled life force energy in like super concentrated forms. Um, So that's actually what you're getting. So if you can focus on your breathing, Mm -hmm. take a moment of stillness and silence and just try to do your best to quiet your mind and really focus on being present in your body, feel what it's like to have a awareness in all different parts of your body. Um, You know, meditate with your crystals, light a candle, you can light some sage or Palo Santo, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and just really activate the senses. And um, this is really helpful in just really um, bringing in some life force energy into your body and really allowing your body to go into a meditative state 
that's conducive to healing because our body already knows what to do. So often it's our mind that gets in the way and it's like, Oh, you know, no, am I, you know, I have to do this or I have to do that. Like our body, yeah. our body knows our body's got it. Like our body's yeah. like, I got it handled. You're fine. You get a scrape. I'm going to heal it. You don't yeah. have to think about it or keep checking on it or worry about it. Yeah. So just bringing that trust and awareness back to the body and, and surrendering and saying, you know, you've got me. Thank you. I'm yeah. so grateful. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. There was, um, when I, uh, oh gosh, we went to Tony Robbins last year at, for UPW awesome. in March and oh, cool. we had a late flight to come home cause it was a red eye. And so we totally went to house of intuition, like dropped like a couple hundred bucks there. Oh, it was like <laughs> on crystals. I'm like, Oh my God, are they going to let me through with all these candles and crystals through like, you know, through, um, security. But I, I was listening to Jim Fortin's podcast one time and he's like a subconscious brain um, expert, right? So mm. one of the things that he said that really stuck with me was, and I think it goes back with your body healing itself, but bless the water that you drink every morning. Like say thank you to the water for nourishing you and replenishing your body and like cleansing your body to prep you for the morning and for the day. And like when I heard him say that, it made so much sense. Like you hear all those stories, I mean, studies about how the healing, like, you know, about how your words affect the crystals that form in water and how the things that you say, and if we're what, 90% water, of course you're, you know, you watch the words you say to yourself, but like it had never occurred to me to bless the, the water that I'm, you know, getting out of my refrigerator every morning to, you know, like you you say the prayer usually like before dinner, but like not every time you go get water or tea. Like I, I could be even better and better at that, but that's turned into one of my like morning routines. And in addition to the shower with the, I, my husband bought some sort of tea tree shampoo, but I use it for body wash because it smells mm -hmm. so good and mm -hmm. listen to Abraham Hicks on YouTube. Like that's my morning routine. If I can get anything done because it's so cleansing. And then as I'm like shedding, I feel like I imagine it being like this water that's like golden water that's like, you know, washing and shedding all of the old, you know, crap from the day before, but then, you know, implanting all of the good, you know, vibes and like the law of attraction, like manifestation vibes and like all of I, I take it as like my daily pep talk and I I'll pull up YouTube and I pick whatever the first one is like whatever the one at the top. Cause it's always like a list of like a hundred, but I, I'm like, okay, the one at the top is the message I need for today. And so I'll put that on while I'm in the shower. Cause at least if nothing else, I can do that every morning, you know, cause otherwise the kids come in or whatever, but usually they're like eating and stuff like that. But yeah, it's, all these things all together are just like little teeny things you can do to like really see a big difference in how your day goes. Like it might sound crazy, but like imagine you're in that job that you totally hate and your manager is being a dick, but like you leave your cubicle and go to the water fountain. And if you can just like thank the water for nourishing you and getting you health, you can thank it for like giving you a reason to get up again 15 minutes later to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. And I just want to say that your morning routine sounds so heavenly. Like 
that sounds amazing. And I love how, like, I think that that's so cool that, you know, you just type in, you know, law of attraction, um, Abraham Hicks, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is that you Google and you take the first one because it's like, that's also allowing like higher dimensional guidance to come into your life because it's like, I trust that the message I need for the day will show up and it's going to be the first one. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can create that connection with source and with spirit and with your guides, um, you know, and the beings that are around you to like, you know, to help you, you know? So I love that practice. That sounds so amazing. Um, And just also it's interesting too, because I forgot to mention this when you were talking about your Reiki session, but you mentioned that it felt like after your session, it felt like you got a massage. And Mm -hmm. it's so funny that you say that because for people who are new to Reiki or coming to me for the very first time and they have no idea what it is, the, the best way that I found to describe it, that makes sense is that it's like a massage for your aura or a massage for your soul. And so that literally is what it's like. I'm massaging your energy centers, cleansing them, opening them, you know, releasing any, anything stuck, anything that needs Mm -hmm. to go. Um, and just really restoring you to your natural state because Mm -hmm. our natural state is one of bliss. It's one of compassion. It's one of love. It's one of excitement and just feeling fueled by life. And then when we start to, you know, need an energy cleanse, you know, it can start to feel heavy or we're irritable or frustrated or, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this or, you know, and that's, those are our indicators that it's time to focus on you. It's time to focus on your energy a little bit. Um, Because when we remove all those layers of debris and all those layers of gunk, we're back to our natural state, which is blissful, happy, relaxed, just pleasure, just in pleasure, you know, it's great. Well, and when you can feel how good it feels to feel good, then you want to stay there. Yes, absolutely. Right, right. Sometimes like when we go through life and we don't even realize how like people, your body and your mind, like it acclimatizes itself. Like I used to sell, sorry, there's like a cat here. I used to, um, I used to sell um, pharmaceuticals. So I sold a a product for um, anemia when I first started out. This was for like two decades. And your body adjusts when it's, you know, becoming anemic, like the more anemic it, it becomes, it, you know, works harder, you get tired, but it adjusts to that new, sort of like when you go up to um, Denver and your body is used to being at sea level and it has to produce more red blood cells to get the right amount mm. of oxygen to account for the fact that there's less oxygen up, you know, same thing I think happens emotionally and with our energy, because like we we get so accustomed to be, you know, to being surrounded by certain people or in a certain job and hearing certain things and watching the news and being, you know, having all these out, you know, outer things that are telling us the way the world works, but yet it's, it's just, they're all lies. And if you choose to look in other directions, you choose to look for people who are proving that it's not true, then you start feeling better and you start realizing how good it feels on the other side. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And then, you know, it's crazy because yeah, that the Reiki, the way I, I, it's, you know, you guys, it's when you have a blockage in your arteries because of cholesterol, your body has to work harder to get the blood flowing through, which then puts pressure on other organs, right? And you're not functioning at the highest capacity. And the same thing happens when you're holding on to these stuck feelings and emotions from past hurts and traumas and things that you haven't healed because Maybe you didn't feel ready to heal it. Maybe you weren't equipped to, didn't know how to, didn't even know that you could. Mm-hmm. I mean, I now, like I can feel when I have like stuck energy certain places. Like 
you did the resolution revolution program, right? Okay. So oh, yeah. that whole thing on forgiveness that we had to do. And it was like day four of day 10. And I was feeling such resistance and it goes back to things that had happened back in October, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, of last year. And I mean, I was still like, not like, I to be honest, like full disclosure, I wasn't ready to forgive because mm-hmm. I feel like you're letting the other person off the hook and that, you know, it's that whole thing. Like, I'm not immune to this either. Like, I think the same thing that other people think, but like, once you stop and you realize how much, like, this is just such a, like, I'm going to pat myself on the back. This is a great example. (laughs) I remember like, finally that Saturday, I said to my husband, I was like, okay, I got to get some work done. I'm going to go into my office. And I started like writing down the forgiveness letter to other people and then writing down the forgiveness letter to myself. And it was like five pages long between the two of like all these things that I just was ready to finally write down. And I was like, and it got easier and easier and easier. But before that, I had felt like there is this like almost like a glass shard like a dagger that was in my heart like before that I felt like there was just heaviness there for like weeks it had been there and it was like I tried to stretch I tried to do this and it was just still there and I was like oh and like the more I thought about doing that forgiveness thing I was like oh god I really you know what I'm just gonna do it I'm just gonna do it so (laughs) make me list and then I, I was like, okay, yeah, all right, I'm pretty proud. And I had written it on paper that I could burn. So I like mm-hmm. go out into the, and I'm like, um, I'll be back there. I just need to like burn some stuff in the backyard. <laughs> and he's like, okay, whatever. I'm like, yeah, the kids can just stay in here if that's cool. So I take my lighter and I like burn it like page by page. And it was amazing. Like it was like all of the energy just came, like I got all hot. Like it just like flowed out of me and like, and it was, simultaneously as I was staring at the paper as it as it burned it got like smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller till it was just like maybe a quarter of the size of what it was before and it was dark gray like you couldn't read anything on it and it was like such a good metaphor for like all these things that seemed so big were now such so small that then they just evaporated like I poured water on them and then you didn't even know they were there it was just gone and I felt so weightless like whatever was in there that hot that like shards of glass or whatever like it didn't feel like it was there anymore I literally like skipped inside and I'm like oh cool so what are we doing now like this is great and I was like oh my goodness that was amazing like it was orgasmic it was like the best feeling that I had felt in a you know in weeks like with regard to all of that and it was like man you know that was that's something I need to do like every single month like I need to make my forgiveness list to myself to everybody else like every single month because if it felt that good then there was a lot that was stuck in there and it wasn't about letting other people off the hook it was about like releasing the energy inside me so that I felt better and more expansive and more able to give and like receive. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I love, that's so, such a beautiful way of describing that whole process because I feel like it definitely is a huge release. And so often we don't even know 
what we're holding on to and what we're carrying until we take a look at it until we we say you know what I'm ready to go there and it takes courage like it is not easy to yeah. figure to find the things that we have buried you know over the course of our lives so number one it takes a lot of courage to be to be ready to go there and kind of step into that um, but I love how you describe like the shard of glass it like, totally it, felt like that yeah, like that, that's the thing though. So often we don't really realize what this energy can do to us when we're holding on to it. Um, and then when we're ready to go through that, you know, cathartic release of like writing it all down, getting it all out and then burning it and just kind of like watching it go up in flames and crumble. It's like that it's energy because you're, you're taking everything that you're holding onto within you. You're putting it out on paper and you're just releasing it. You're saying, I'm letting it go. And so often, you know, when we go through this forgiveness process, and I'm, I'm sure that you've heard this before, it's not for the other person. It's right. not to say, okay, that's fine. You know what you did to me, you know, I'm off. I forgive you. It's for yourself. It's so mm -hmm. that you can be released from that bondage from, from those shards of glass piercing you, you know, and you can say, I, I don't need to carry this anymore. I'm ready to let it go. Not yes. to say that what they did was okay because no, it's right. not, but yeah. I'm forgiving them for myself so that I can have yeah. peace. I can have, you know, higher totally. vibrational feelings. Yeah. 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 And it was like, it was a high that lasted for like, Oh, I mean, days, like not that it, you know, dropped significantly, but it was like a really great, like expansive feeling that then allowed so much inspiration and love and creativity and like patience and allowance and just like, you know, satisfaction with life to come in. So yes. I really felt like you guys do amazing things with your energy healing. I'm just going to say that because <laughs> that's just so great. <laughs> Absolutely. And I love how you say it creates that space too, because when we're manifesting, when we're creating, we need that space, right? We can't create more when we're, when we're full of gunk and we're holding on to things that happened in our past. Like we need that space, that clarity. We need to release it so that we can focus our attention on what we want to expand and what we want to create and bring in. So yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Like I love looking at the metaphysical reasons behind what certain pains that manifest, you know, and one of the that. ones like, you know, even the one that sticks in my mind the most that, cause I read, you know, Louise Hayes, mm -hmm. you kill, kill your life. life you know? Yeah. And I like, occasionally I'll go back and be like, Ooh, what is this one? Like, what is that? What, what do I need to work through right now? Because like my middle back is hurting or like, you know, the pressure. And I'm like, Oh yeah. The pressure of literally everybody else's needs. Sounds familiar. <laughs> and my mom? Yep. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Middle backer. I think we can work through this one. But yeah, like the one, like if you get urinary tract infections, it's because like you're holding on to anger, like literally pissed off at people. And when I read that, I was like, that makes so much sense. You know, like it makes so much sense. Like you're holding on to so many things that it's like, and especially now, like in that area of your body, you know, it holds a lot of power too. So letting go of that anger and letting go of so much can open up for so many possibilities in your life. So I could talk about this for like hours. I know. <laughs> too. I'm like so fired up right now. Ready to go, go, go. I know. I know. I know. So, but yeah, I, I think it's just, it's amazing how much we're learning. It's amazing how far we even can go with, every, with all of, all this information, all of this healing, all of the 
things. Like I'm just now learning about like womb healing and like those manifesting through that, you know what I mean? Like, Like that's the next level now that I'm learning more about. And, and, um, you know, like the old, even if it was like past ancestral energy that's there. Yeah, that's a big one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating to me. And it totally makes a lot of sense. It really, really does. So So much to learn, so much to grow, you know, it's, and and that's how I look at it. It's just an infinite process. Like I, I have labeled myself a lifelong learner because I'm just fascinated by you know, learning more and growing and expanding. Yeah. And the more I do that, the more I can also serve others. Yes, so totally. it's something that is, is so powerful and just really amazing. Yes. Oh, I love it. Yes. Well, tell everybody, like, I don't want to hold you up all day. I mean, I honestly it could be like, oh yeah. So it's like 11 o'clock at night. This was, a yeah, oh my gosh, we're still yeah. <laughs> So can you tell everybody, I'm going to put it in the show notes too, but so they can go find you on the interwebs and follow your amazingness. Absolutely. Thank you so much. So I hang out most of the time on Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, My healing practice is called Lucid Journey Ascension. So that's on Instagram. It's at L-U-C-I-D underscore J-O-U-R-N-E-Y underscore A-S-C-E-N-S-I-O-N. And that's also my page on Facebook. And of course, you can uh, send me a friend request or follow me on Facebook. So I'm posting a lot of good stuff there. And yeah, that's pretty much, you know, where you can find me and where you can get in contact with me. Got you. Yes. Yay. Yay. Awesome. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Yes. Please everybody go follow Rhea and you have an amazing day. And, um, do you, do you do like, um, long distance Reiki treatments too and stuff like that? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Yes. And I also have a virtual, uh, healing circle as well, where we use the moon, uh, the phases mm-hmm. of the moon for manifestation. And then everyone, we all do Reiki, uh, distance energy healing as well. So that's twice a month, but I do also do distance sessions. I do in-person sessions and I do one-on-one intuitive therapy as well. So love lots of it. good stuff. Yeah. Ah, oh my God. I love it. So everybody, yes. you go hit her up find out go look at the show notes and you can go follow her i'm following you i'm your what i'm 3660th follower so. yay all the threes right <laughs> welcome welcome yes yes <laughs> well thank you so much again i really appreciate it and um we will be talking with you guys again soon on other podcasts. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for choosing to push play on another episode of the Makeover Your Mindset podcast. If you absolutely love today's episode, please take a minute to screenshot the episode, put it on Instagram, tag me, and let me know what's working for you. I absolutely love hearing from each and every one of you, and I love being able to bring this podcast to you on a weekly basis. Also, please take a minute if you're loving the podcast and leave a rating and a review. I absolutely love each and every review that's been put on iTunes. Uh, They help us reach more people, help more people find out about the Makeover Your Mindset podcast, and keep the good stuff coming to you. Thanks again so much. I love you all and I look forward to meeting here again next week.